0: Section 4 of The Tosa Diary by Kino Tsurayuki, translated by William N. Porter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ava'i in July 2012. Second March, 25th day. The ship's officers said the north wind was unfavorable, so the boat did not start there were many reports going about that the pirates were actually in pursuit third march twenty sixth day can this really be true as they say the pirates are in chase the boat is not to start before midnight and offerings are to be made while rowing the steersman accordingly offered prayer papers and as these fluttered away to the east he prayed graciously allow our gallant ship to be rowed with all speed in the direction taken by these prayer papers. Footnote. These Nusa, or Gohe, as they are generally called now, are pieces of white paper cut in a particular shape. Originally they represented votive offerings of pure white silk or cloth, and they are generally to be seen at Shinto temples. End footnote. On hearing this, a child made the following verse To the deep sea god, he who rules the ocean road, make we now our prayer. For these flying noosa pray, may the breeze not die away. This was her verse. As the wind was fair at the moment, the steersman was proud and happy in hoisting sail on the boat and the women and children, as they heard the sound, were delighted, for they thought that now they would surely arrive sooner or later. Among them all, one called the Matron of Awaji composed this. Footnote This is one of Tsurayuki's attendants, possibly his housekeeper, who was, no doubt, a native of Awaji Island. End footnote when the kindly breeze follows up behind the boat fast we speed along as we hoist the sail with glee happy and content are we and at the same time she prayed for fine weather fourth march twenty seventh day the wind blew the waves were rough and the boat could not start they were all complaining dreadfully so the men, to cheer up their hearts, composed a Chinese poem, to the effect that the capital was further away than the sun itself, and on hearing it a certain woman composed this. In the sky the clouds ever nearer seem to draw, e'en the sun as well, but the capital to-day still seems very far away. To this a certain personage replied, Loud the tempest's roar, not an instant dying down as we travel on, and our road across the sea ever longer seems to be. All day long the wind did not drop, so he snapped his fingers and retired to rest. Footnote To snap the fingers was to ward off bad luck, in this case in the hope of making the wind die down. End footnote 5th March, 28th Day The rain did not stop all through the night, nor in the morning either. 6th March, 29th Day The boat set out and the sun shone brightly as they went on rowing. Noticing that his nails had grown very long, he counted the days and found that it was a day of the rat. They must not be cut. Footnote Instead of our week, the Japanese used to use the Chinese twelve-day period, each day being called after one of the signs of the zodiac, of which the rat was the first. The first rat day of the year, or Neno hi, was always kept as a holiday, when the proper thing to do was to go out and pick the fresh green sprouts of early spring, and pull up young pine-tree shoots to ensure a long life. End footnote. As it was the first month they chatted about the day of the rat in the capital, and wished there were some young pine trees for them to pull up, but as they were out at sea, such things were hard to find. A certain woman wrote this verse Is it really true that today is Nenohi? Were I a fish wife I would dive down through the brine and pull up the salt sea pine footnote Umimatsu, literally sea-pine, is a name for coral. The idea is that a fisherwoman being on the sea for the day of the rat would do the best she could to pluck up a young pine by diving for coral, sea-pine. Those were her words, but how can one write a day of the rat verse at sea? A certain personage replied with this though this is the day yet we cannot pick the greens on kazuga moor never were they known to grow on the shore past which we row they went on rowing while he was reciting this on the boat approaching a delightful spot he asked what place it was and was told it was called toza stopping place there was a woman on board who had once lived in the land called toza and she said that in past days she had known a place of that name, but only for a short time. To express her regret for it, she composed this verse. Musing on the name of the place where once I lived for a year or so, billows rowing in from sea come to sympathize with me. 7th March, 30th day. The wind and rain had stopped and so hearing that the pirates never travel by night the boat set out to cross the ava channel at midnight it was so dark that they could not see which was east and which was west but men and women prayed earnestly to the shinto and buddhist gods and so the dreaded channel was crossed in safety it was not till the hour of the tiger or the hare four or six a m that they passed the isle of Nujima crossed the mouth of the Tanagawa, and, hurrying on as fast as possible, reached the sea of Itsumi. That day there were no waves upon the sea, thanks to the blessings vouchsafed by the Shinto and Buddhist gods. Up to date, the days passed on board ship amounted to nine and thirty days. Now that they had reached the land of Itsumi, there was no further question of pirates. 8th March first day of the second month rain fell in the morning and stopped only at the hour of the horse noon passing through the sea of itsumi they rode on just as yesterday no wind-tossed waves were visible at sea they passed the pine forest on black head the name of the headland was black the colour of its pines green the breakers upon the shore white as snow and the tint of its shells pink so that only one colour was wanting to complete the five primary colours. Footnote. The five primary colours, according to the Japanese, are black, white, red, blue or green, and yellow. End footnote. That day the boat was towed by a rope from the place named Casket Beach, and while travelling thus a certain personage composed this not a ripple breaks on the shore at casket beach, fair as jewel box. Could the brightest looking-glass such a sea as this surpass? Once again the passenger spoke, lamenting that the voyage had lasted into this month, and for the many hardships they had endured, to which the others agreed. Out of the fullness of his heart he recited this— Though the days in spring grow as long as is the rope used to tow our boat, forty days we've spent, maybe fifty days, upon the sea. People who hear this will say to themselves that this kind of stuff is very poor. But the passenger produced it with a good deal of difficulty and thought it pretty good, so they should stop whispering such cruel things about it. BUT SUDDENLY THE WIND AND WAVES GOT UP AND SO THEY HAD TO STOP TALKING. NINTH MARCH, SECOND DAY. THE WIND AND RAIN DID NOT CEASE. FOR A WHOLE DAY AND NIGHT THEY PRAYED TO THE SHINTO AND BUDDHIST GODS. TENTH MARCH, THIRD DAY. OUT AT SEA IT WAS JUST LIKE YESTERDAY, SO THE BOAT DID NOT START the howling gale did not abate and the waves dashed up against the cliffs and drew back again noting this he composed the following fast my tear-drops fall but to twist a silken thread surely would be vain who could thread up pearls so frail all my skill would not avail footnote tama means a pearl or jewel or when used with namida tears it means tear-drops. This verse is a play upon the double meaning. If only his tear-drops were real pearls, he would preserve them by stringing them on a thread. End footnote. And thus the day drew to its close. 11th March, Fourth Day The steersman said that the wind-blown clouds looked very threatening to-day, so the boat did not set out however the wind and waves did not get up the whole day long this steersman was not always right in his forecast of the weather beautiful shells of many kinds and pebbles were plentiful on the shore where they camped and with reference to them somebody belonging to the ship composed this verse in memory of one who was much loved here the breaking waves come and go as i lament for my darling child Stooping I, to bid farewell, pick up a forgetting shell. Footnote Wasuregai, literally, forgetting shell, is a black and grey clamshell, often mentioned in old Japanese poetry. Its signification is the exact opposite of our forget-me-not flower. The writer of this verse is supposed to have been Tsureyuki's wife, the mother of his dead child. End footnote such were her words but a certain personage unable to bear it any longer composed this to give heart to the others in the ship here no more will stray seeking for forgetting shells but a dainty pearl pure and white might serve to tell of the child we loved so well thus he spoke in memory of his little daughter for a parent is apt to become very childish some may object that she was not like a pearl be that as it may the child is dead and it is no empty compliment to say she had a beautiful face a certain woman composed this verse in grief at the number of days spent in the same place long we've soaked our hands in izumi's icy spring dreading not the cold here though many days we waste tis a spring we never taste Footnote. This is a play upon the word Itsumi, the name of the province on whose shores they were camping, which means a spring of water. End footnote. 12th March, 5th day This day, with difficulty, they hastened on through the sea of Itsumi to the stopping place of Otsu. To his eye the pine forests seemed never-ending, everything seemed to have gone wrong, and he composed this though we speed along yet the pine trees on the cliffs never seem to pass long as thread is Otsu's strand spun out by a maiden's hand at these words and while they still travelled on the steersman called to the sailors to pull hard for the weather was about to improve on this gallant ship my command must be obeyed this is what i say ere the morning north wind blow get the ropes ashore and tow said he the poetic form of these words was quite unintentional on the part of the steersman and on being appealed to he said he did not mean it for a verse but on putting into writing the queer poetical sentence the man was heard to say there proved indeed to be just over thirty syllables that is thirty-one syllables this day every one prayed all day long that the waves outside might not arise AND IN ANSWER TO THEIR PRAYERS THE WIND AND WAVES DID NOT GET UP. SOON THEY ARRIVED AT A PLACE WHERE FLOCKS OF SEA-GULLS SPORTED ABOUT, AND IN AN EXCESS OF JOY AT GETTING SO NEAR THE CAPITAL, A CHILD COMPOSED THIS. THOUGH THE WIND HAS DROPPED, FOR THE GODS HAVE HEARD OUR PRAYERS, IN MY DIZZY BRAIN SWOOPING SEA-GULLS LOOK TO ME LIKE THE EVER-SURGING SEA while she recited this they travelled on the pine forest at a place called iwatsu was very beautiful but the shore seemed interminable once more as they rode past sumiyoshi a certain personage composed this suminoye's pines as i watch them seem to me younger far than i i shall vanish from the scene but the pines are ever green suminoye and sumiyoshi are one and the same place and here the mother of one now gone whom she never forgets for a day or even for a moment urge the boat along on to suminoye beach for i long to pick some forgetting grass to see if it will come true with me footnote forgetting grass is an old word for reeds or rushes which seem to have grown in great profusion about naniwa and suminoye the name is used in the same sense as the forgetting shells mentioned in the entry for the previous day this she said not because she wished to forget really but she hoped that her sorrow might find some short relief in order that her love might return stronger than ever with these words, then, they travelled on, while still gazing at the prospect. But suddenly the wind arose, and, though they rode hard, they drifted quickly astern and nearly capsized, when they must have all been lost. The steersman said, This holy deity of Sumiyoshi is a well-known god, and he desires some gift. How like everybody else! Someone suggested that Nusa should be offered— and so accordingly an offering of prayer-papers was made. But, though it was done chiefly for the wind to abate, it began to blow harder than ever, and the waves rose accordingly, so that they were in great danger. Then the steersman spoke again, and said, As the august heart of the god has not been moved by the prayer-papers, the gallant ship cannot proceed. In making an offering, therefore, something should be presented that will be thought of value." Accordingly, what was to be done? He had two eyes, but could offer only one mirror, so to his deep regret it was thrown into the sea. Footnote. The old Japanese mirror was made of bronze with a highly polished face and a back generally elaborately decorated. End footnote. Well, immediately the scene became as calm as the looking-glass itself and a certain personage composed this. In the raging sea I have cast my looking-glass, and the gift's result shows the partiality of the awful deity. Verily there are no gods as kindly as the forgetting grass of sumi or the delicate pines upon its cliffs. Plainly in the mirror could his eyes see the august heart of the god, which was remarkably like the heart of the steersman. Footnote This sly cut at the steersman shows that Tsureyuki, who was genuinely distressed at the loss of his mirror, was sceptical about the god of Sumi no Ye. End of section 4